0: Well, I, I do everything backwards. I started with nothing, like most people do, and I grew up over in Antioch, Tennessee, and I remember one time I used to ride my bicycle down to the local quick Sack to, you know, to get an Icy and to get a Snickers bar and, you know, just hang out and that kind of stuff. And I came in about 12 years old and I asked my dad, I said, Dad, I need some, some money. He said, you don't need money, you need a job. And I said, he said, what can you do to earn some money? I said, well, I guess I could cut some grass. Some of my buddies are doing that. And he said, good, get in the car. I went, why? So he took me down on Nolensville Road, true story, back in the day, little printer shop and printed up 500 business cards that said Dave's lawns came home, knocked on the closest 50 doors in the neighborhood, and thus a business was born. So I've always been in business. So when I got out of school, met my wife, Sharon, we got started, we were broke, and I started buying and selling real estate, like you said in the introduction, and and I got rich. it was wild, man, I mean, it was very cool. You know, sometimes I hear these people say, all those rich people are miserable. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. We were having fun, man. I mean, we were having a blast, but I did a lot of stupid things. I didn't do anything illegal or immoral, um, but I was young and too aggressive. And I tried to borrow my way into success. And those debts caught up with us. Uh, The banks got sold to another bank. The new guys looked down and said, there's a kiddos, it's a million bucks. Twenty-six years old. They called our notes. We spent the next two and a half years of our life losing everything we owned. There's not one biggest lesson, there's a bunch of them, but um, you know, the one thing I think that I, I remember back when you know I was in, in school and a business major and I was so go get them goal-oriented, and I was gonna do this, this, and this by the time I was 30. And I kind of, you know, intellectually, I, I probably didn't think this, but maybe in my emotions, I kind of thought that the trajectory from success was from here, where I was, to there. Right. And it's never that. It's always this weird, you go around and around, you go up and under and back and forth. And then when you get up on the gleaming mountain of success, you figure out it's really not gleaming. It's actually a pile of garbage. Uh, It's all the stupid stuff you did. You just happen to be standing on it instead of laying under it. And so, you know, when I've met with people who've grown huge ministries, you know, Franklin Graham over at Samaritan's Purse, um, Billy Graham's son, or, or, or you meet with even a Peyton Manning you know, or, or who's at the top of his game, or, or you go and you meet people who are you know, big time successful in whatever industry or ministry they're in, um, they are people who have made a lot of mistakes. And so just be ready for all the mistakes and the pain that goes with it and the course correction that comes with it. And just don't quit then. The number one character quality probably of successful people is their, pers- their perseverance. Right. And, and just don't quit. Right. You're gonna do things and you look back and go, That's it's like looking back at your high school pictures or something, you're kidding. <laughs> How was I was that stupid, I was that geeky, you know? It couldn't have happened to me. But you know, you look back. And but read, we had hair. Yeah, we had hair then. Had yeah, hair. That's true. Yeah. Uh, scary. But yeah, you know, and and so be aware that mistakes are part of it. My my friend John Maxwell, who writes a lot on leadership, um, has a great title to a book called Failing Forward. Lots of non-fatal errors. And you know, the old saying, what doesn't kill you will make you stronger. And just know that, okay, that I'm not going to ever do again. Set that one over here. That one I'm not ever going to do again. Set that one over here. And you pile those up and eventually you stand on enough of those and it's called wisdom. What I have discovered now 30 years later is that money makes you more of what you already are. It magnifies the good and exposes the bad brightly. If you have a temper and you get money, Lord, help the people around you. You will be a rageaholic tyrant. I mean, you you will be out of control if you are generous and give and you get money you'll become what the world calls a philanthropist and you will impact entire communities with the wealth that God allows you to manage you become more of what you are passivity is not an option for a real leader your business and your team will be paralyzed if you're an indecisive leader as a young leader when I first started I found myself In situations where I just didn't know what to do now I'm a high DI on the DISC which means I make decisions very quickly and if it's the wrong decision I'll just make another one so I wasn't always indecisive but I was insecure I didn't know if I could pull this off. I didn't know if this decision's right. Now, there's very few times you know where the decision's right or wrong. But in, in, in you know these days, after doing this for 20, 30 years now, I kind of know certain situations, and so my, it appears that my patience is running thin. That's not it at all. I just made the decision with a lot more confidence because I've already been there, done that, and I know what to do. Shut up, we're going. Boom, you seem to not think about that very much. Did you take all the things into consideration? Yeah, you know, 25 years ago I did. So it's easier now. But when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing. I was scared of every time you take a step, is it the right step? Am I going, you know, is this one gonna sink? Am I going down here? Is there a problem? And it scares you to death. Indecision, truthfully, in my case and in yours, when I was indecisive in those early days or insecure in those early days it's caused by one thing and that's fear the only reason people don't make decisions is fear
1: and if you don't say you're afraid then you're not being real you're a liar you are unsuccessful overweight broke sad depressed because of your excuses and until you cut them out you will remain the individual that you do not love you want to start loving yourself stop filling your mind full of If you wanna see success in your life, you gotta stop comparing your life to somebody else's. They might've had it easier than you, but nobody cares and your goals definitely don't. You need to put the work in and find a path to success anyways, because just getting mad that they had it easier than you did is not going to get you to the end goal in the first place. It's time to wake up. It's time to take advantage of life's opportunities and step into your power. You guys just keep putting it off and eventually you're just going to die never taking action because you kept saying I was going to try to wait for the right time. What kind of game are we playing right now? Ego is one of the main killers of success in this world because a lot of you guys will not let go of the ego in order to level up into the individual you've always wanted to become. Close your mouth, open your ears and listen. If you want to grow as an individual, you need to be yourself. If you want to grow as an individual, you need to be yourself. Stop trying to be like someone else to impress individuals that you don't even know. It's not going to get you anywhere. All it's going to do is make you resent the persona that you've put on in the world. And eventually you're going to burn out and crash, lose passion for the thing that you are currently pursuing and give up on your dreams. I am a 28 year old entrepreneur. All right. Who makes multiple seven figures a year, owns a 20,000 square foot gym, has built and Accumulated multiple seven figures, all right, and multiple massive audiences on social media. I live in a five thousand square foot home with my beautiful wife and my beautiful three month old baby boy. I drive a brand new twenty twenty one Audi R eight. So those are kind of little credentials, all right. The reason why I wanted to say this at the beginning is because I know there's going to be somebody who's like, you hey, bro, you have no idea what success is. I also think it's important to kind of give you a little bit of an insight into who I am. Maybe this is the first episode you are ever ever listening to. uh, So you can then be like, you know what? Like, you know what? Even though I don't really like this guy, he kind of has a point when he's breaking down. So let's be open to his opinion. You need to make a decision at some point in your life. You're tired? Go to bed earlier. Stop. You're tired and that's why you can't work on your goals. All right, you're out of shape? Go to the gym or work out at home. Stop making excuses. You can literally sit down and bust out a hundred push-ups in between watching your favorite TV show. I did it yesterday. Now again, I've been doing push-ups on a continual basis almost every single day. You guys will see other individuals see success and you'll be like, they have good genetics, they had a better childhood than me. They got lucky. They hit the lottery. They had help. They have a support system. Focus on what you can control. Focus on what you can control. The second biggest success killing mistake that you guys are making on a continual basis is blaming external factors. I'm not successful because I didn't get lucky like them. I'm not successful because I just don't have the right genetics. I'm not successful because I didn't have a childhood like them. I'm not successful because I never hit lottery. I don't have a support system. Shut up. Stop blaming, all right, external factors. You will never get anywhere by blaming things that you cannot control. A lot of you are unsuccessful because you are blaming external factors. You are blaming other individual circumstances onto as of why you haven't been able to see the same results when nobody and nothing cares. Shut up, stop making excuses and focus on what you can control. You guys want success in life, but you keep continuing to wait for the right time. I'm not ready yet. I need to wait until this date. I'm not ready yet. I'll get started next week. I'm not ready yet. I need to crunch some numbers and wait for three months from now. What are you waiting for? When are you going to feel ready? So many of you guys are unsuccessful because you keep putting off until tomorrow and or until the day you die. Straight up. A lot of you guys just keep saying tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and it's the reason why you've been unsuccessful for months, for years. When they're gonna be ready? Stop playing this game. People come into the fitness industry, they want to become a fitness coach, and they try to act like Layton Norton. All right, so then they stand in front of the camera, and they try to talk their knowledge. They try to display the knowledge that they have, and they honestly just sound like an idiot. Why? Because they don't understand the subject that they are trying to display. They don't understand the subject that they are trying to explain to that degree. Now, pause. I'm not saying they don't have knowledge. I'm just saying you need to talk within your own means.